Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. We are live from a dive bar in Las Vegas, licking our wounds from a week at Unleash America. Hey, kids, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. What I did here stays here, Cheeseman. And this is Chad. Did you pick this place because it has a shit ton of Big booty Latinas in it. So wash. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> On this week's episode, which is abbreviated, CEO's Gone Wild, Sir Richard unchains the blockchain. Oh, my God. And Unleash is Unleashed. Dun, dun, Let's dun. do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> How you feeling, Chad? Your, your battery a little low? <laughs> so I'm one of those guys who at 
first, I like am energized off of all the engagement. Sure. And then it just fucking smothers me. And it's been a while since we've had this much engagement. We're a little out of shape. Yeah. We need to get in conference shape again. Whew. But it's been a hell of a lot of fun. It's been amazing. It has been amazing. Let's go ahead. Let's let's jump. We'll talk yep. more about Unleash. Let's suck it up. Be professionals. Whole block of, of <laughs> Unleash. Do some shout outs. Do some shout outs. I'm going to do a block of LinkedIn shout outs. You ready for LinkedIn this? LinkedIn love. James Cleaver on LinkedIn. Here's a quote. It's what he posted. Yep. I have to mute Unleash and Chad and Cheese. The FOMO is killing me. Next, we have Stephen McGrath on LinkedIn. Quote, I swear to the good Lord, if someone doesn't get me one of those T-shirts ASAP, you're both going to be in trouble when I see you next. Welcome End to quote. all things Scottish. Our slogan is, if it's no Scottish, it's And crap. then Joe Stubblebine. I've got to say this, one, say this one for last. Joe posted on LinkedIn, quote, you've got it. Hand it to Chad and Cheese. There, the Chad and Cheese podcast is a master class in staying relevant. This Aww. is this is where I te- tear up a little bit because Joe was one of the original listeners. Yep. I mean, he was almost like an advisor at one point where he would call in and say, hey, look, when we sat down and said, maybe 50 people will listen to this. Yeah, he yeah. was one of them. He was one of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he, he was incredibly helpful early on. He's been listening and watching in the background. Uh, and every now and again, he, he comes up for air and yeah. he gives us little gems like this. So and, and helpful in many ways because he was critical. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. Uh, sometimes your critics are your best friends if you listen to them yeah. and take their advice. Early on, I remember him saying you guys should uh, you know, snap <laughs> it up a little bit. Don't worry about the F-bombs and, yeah. and taking people to task. Yeah. And uh, we listened. So, Joe, thank you. Yeah. We we had the, the usual HR kind of like line coming into us saying, oh, wait a minute. You guys need to back it down. Oh, you You're can't challenging do that. people. You're using the F-bomb. You're doing these. You just can't do that. And and Joe was one of the one of the only guys. There, there was a handful that said, you know what? Fuck them. Dial it up. Dial it up. Because that's what the people want. That's what they're thinking. That's what they want. And when we went to our first Sherm talent, where all the old Sherm HR ladies go, yes, they came up to us and they said the exact same thing. You're saying, well, we've been thinking for 30 plus years, for God's sakes, keep it up. Yeah. And thanks to, to, to people like Joe for, thanks su- for, all for the, the love. support. Thanks for all the love. Yes. We'll get to the actual on-site love that we've been getting but uh thanks oh, for the virtual love yes from everywhere from scotland to uh where the hell is joey Stubbs now on a boat off of the yeah. I- italian it could be coast Budapest. he could yeah. be he could be uh, in italy somewhere greece who the fuck knows but that guy's he gets around well chad my shout out goes to a special person in my life oh yeah when i say jerry springer <laughs> what comes to mind Cincinnati, Ohio, and who to baby daddy? Jerry. Jerry, <laughs> yes. Former mayor of Cincinnati. Yes. I believe he was caught with a prostitute, which is why he was no longer the Cincinnati Big mayor. surprise. And obviously most famous for the Jerry Springer show. Yes. Which, in college, while you were battling the communists, <laughs> I was in a, in a fraternity house with a bunch of guys in our underwear watching Jerry Springer. Uh, and years later, I met Jerry in Cleveland. Got a picture taken with him. It's out there somewhere. Okay. I'll find it. And I said, Jerry, you got me through college. 
And he said, well, don't send me the bill. And that was my Jerry Springer moment. But Jerry, sadly, has passed away this week oh, at wow. the ripe young age of 79 years old. Wow. Rest in peace, Jerry. I like to think that Jerry had a little influence on this show. We're not throwing <laughs> chairs. We're not revealing who the baby daddy is. But we do talk a lot of shit. So, Jerry... This is for you. Uh, Shout out. For your side of the show, we'll say that's Jerry Springer, okay? <laughs> uh, let's go ahead. Let's jump into events again. We'll talk about Unleash here in a minute, but we have more events coming, kids. This is exciting. It's pretty amazing. Our next one's going to be in Isom's Inspire, Coronado Beach, uh, early part of May. Go to chadcheese.com slash events. If you're an Isom's customer, I don't know, prospect, or maybe a vendor who just wants to come to enjoy Check it out, chadcheese.com. Vegas to SoCal. Life doesn't suck. Does not and suck. And then you go to Portugal. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> so I did all the birthdays oh, last we... week for the rest of the month. Good. Okay. But uh, Plum was here at the show. Yes. Oh, my God. They were very supportive. I yes. uh, just want to give a they quick shout out to them. That, that's crazy. For sponsoring yeah. uh, the birthday segment of the show. Topics. All right. Well, in case you missed it, everybody. Oh, what? We were in Las Vegas for the Unleash America conference this week. <laughs> you did not miss it. We're talking, James Cleaver had to mute us. We're because... <laughs> talking PowerPoints, plug-in software, and pour me another one. Chad, I need a nap. What are your thoughts and takeaways from our time in Vegas? I got to say, the, the new venue, as I'd said prior, I'm, I'm really Ooh. excited to see how it plays, yeah. right? Because MGM, MGM actually has a pretty good setup. But the Caesars Forum is much more business. Yep. It's much more focused. Uh, the the high roller is there for events. They had the night summit. It was it was pretty awesome. And this is just the first year. They're actually going to expand next year. Uh, I I thought the setup, just the venue itself, was pretty amazing. What do you yep. think? The venue for sure. I love that it was. So typically in Vegas, it's at a hotel. Yeah. And you end up staying in the hotel Everybody. because it's just a pain in the ass. Yes. This one is located where you're basically right at an alley of bars, in and out burger, hotels, Gordon Ramsay fish uh, and chips. So you can like walk down this right alley. There. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the alley, you've got the Vegas Strip is is at your fingertips. So, yep. so I love that the location was great. Uh, the uh, the Ferris wheel is a cool visual. It is. Um, the hotels that we stayed in were right where they needed to be. So location wise, it was was fantastic. You know, I think you and I talked about how much how far this conference has come in three years. Yes. And they've been a, a juggernaut in, in Europe. Not even consecutive years. That's the thing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. There was a there was a pandemic in there. <laughs> But I remember us talking when they said we're going to come to America. Yeah. Sort of scoffing, and there's so much competition and an yeah. HR tag, and da, da, da. for for Mark and his team in three years to bring to bring this thing to as big of a apex predator as it is uh, is really really impressive. And I think the other conferences need to uh, look out. Keep an eye at the back of their head because Unleash is coming. I'm equally <laughs> excited about Wreckfest. Oh fuck! Taking yeah. their first step into the United States. These two European Americans got to step their shit up. America's got to step it up. Here's the interesting thing: uh, HR Tech was bought by a European company, a UK company. So we might see a little twist this year. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. But uh, it it is it so is interesting. HR Tech Euro. 
I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But there might be a a red light district somewhere. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) So we we, we got here. We had a chance to be in the work human booth four hours yesterday, kissing hands, shaking babies, giving away T-shirts. Appreciate everybody who stopped by. We're going to have some great interviews that are going to be popping out. And before that, we're on stage with Text Colonel. Yeah. Talking buy, build, or partner. Yeah. That was a great segment, which I think we got on record. And we'll push that out as a podcast or yes. no? Okay. Yep. So be on the lookout uh, for that. We got to talk about the Tatio party. Yes. They're your homeboys and girls. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tatio, little startup out of Israel, two female founders. They are incredibly electric. I don't know how other to say it, right? I mean, they, they are just incredibly electric. All of energy. I, I don't know if it's the Israeli kind of like culture. And they're all like born bred military for uh-huh. the most part, but they are like on it. And they this is the second party that they that they've had for with us. And this one like doubled the last one. And we blew out the last one. So it was a great time. We had uh, over, I think, 125 people who registered. We had over 80 show up. Wow. That kind of ratio of engagement to actual attendance is pretty fucking awesome. And it I, wasn't easy to get to where I, we were. I'm humbled. It was not in the same place. No. People had to walk 15 yep. minutes. So I'm incredibly humbled yes. uh, by the experience. Love love the Tatio girls. They're amazing. They, they, they wear yellow jackets, <laughs> which makes me think I'm in Canton's uh, Football Hall of Fame every time <laughs> that I go. Or yes. the old Monday Night Football with Howard Cosell and the yeah. yellow the yellow jacket. Yeah. So it's a nice fashion touch and makes me miss football season quite a bit. But I was saying that this little podcast is is on the verge of becoming bigger than a, like a life of its own. And and it's incredibly humbling, but yeah. it's obviously a thirst that needed to be quenched in our industry. <laughs> and we are happy to tap the keg yes. and pour the beers, people. So then also, let's talk about the Evan White experience, shall we? Sure. We went uh, with is, hiring. Is that Talent Toke's new yeah. name or is this a whole? <laughs> so Hiring Branch had us uh, on day zero after the uh, after the vendor summit up in the high roller. Yes, that's a Ferris yep. wheel that I think the apex is like over 500 feet in the air. It takes a Half an hour for a full turn. We had a bar in there. Had about 25, 30 people. Yep. It was a blast. It was a who's who of it was HR a blast. influencers, for sure. Yeah. And I love, last call takes on a whole new meaning oh, good when, you're, when you're on the clock. <laughs> and you can see yes. you can see it towards the end, slowly yeah. coming. Yes. The rush to the bar was like a... Uh, college frat party it, it was it was very entertaining it was but great yeah, thanks uh, thanks to hiring branch that was fantastic and then after our party yes we did the toke a little bit i didn't know what to expect yes it wasn't a really official official like venue no. type thing yes very informal it was a little bit like let's we were smoke selling, weed we were selling fake rolexes <laughs> And like, you know, on the carpet on the street. And okay. then when the cops come, you roll it up. Okay, yeah. And then you run out. <laughs> I, I got I to tell a story, though. So we're all sitting there because Evan had to go get the weed. And he and then we see him rolling up. Now, Evan has a Chad and Cheese t-shirt on, has this very light jacket, right? And he looks yeah. like he's coming Don Johnson st- straight is missing from a Miami. Yeah. Straight from Miami. <laughs> Miami Vice. He's walking up. 
He has this leather satchel. <laughs> Like he was a bank robber in the 1930s. He dro- he, get, he gets up to the point where we are. He drops the satchel, opens it, pulls out a blunt, lights it, takes a puff, says, who's next? <laughs> that was fucking baller. <laughs> Bootlegging and balling that is what was that was. baller. Wow. Yes. Evan, love you, man. Love you, man. So... <laughs> We're in the middle of everything at the Bellagio, watching the water, people enjoying it at certain levels, a lot of curiosity seekers. Uh, And then we went to the Museum of Selfies, which is a thing that your wife apparently loved. She did, and they actually had selfie experts on hand. Because, selfie experts. Yes, they, because they have all these different areas where you can take pictures, right? And there are different modes on your phone that are better for certain selfies. Yep. So depending on what area you're in, like the exhibit area, they would actually show you which, which one, like slow-mo uh-huh. or sure. like boomerang or whatever the hell, right? And they would show you how to do it. And it was, it was really interesting. So you didn't just go and get some really cool selfies. You had somebody actually teach you how to use your fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my flip phone was incompatible yes, with no. many the, of the, the selfies. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Nokia. The BlackBerry wasn't working <laughs> for me on that one. And then we had, uh, I don't know, the courage, the liquid courage to then go have more drinks at O'Shea. Or was there something in between? Oh, In-N-Out. Yes. We went to In-N-Out, didn't we? Yes. My first time. No shit. My first time. You were living now, my friend. <laughs> and please tell me you didn't get the veggie. I like did the lettuce I, burger. I did. I did a double animal style. Nice. Yep. I I had to go. Is I'm it, gonna go. Is, is the hype? Is it up to the hype, or do you think it was? It's. Uh, I think it was really. I love a smash burger, no yeah. matter what. Like the steak and shakes. I mean, yeah, it was. It it was good. You'll be back. It was really good. You'll be back. Is there's a possibility? Cool. Late night at In and Out. There's and a then, possibility. And then we went to the Pendologic Museum of Selfies. Uh, and then we went and got more drinks. Yes. And I think that was the end of our night that for the was most it. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then up again in the SAP booth, uh, the Unleash four SAP booth today. for today. And I'm, the weekly. I am interviewed the fuck out, dude. Yeah. After this, I think we're done yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> but I also have to give somewhat of a pseudo shout out to Pando and my lovely wife, Disability Solutions. So they actually launched a new product called Pando Diversity. Pretty, yep. clo- pretty close to this one. Uh, here's a quote. Pando Diversity provides access to a robust network of publishers specializing in diverse and underrepresented candidates such as women, minorities, individuals with disabilities, and veterans. Additionally, the use of AI-based programmatic recruitment technology helps to automate and optimize hiring campaigns, remove vi- bias, in the recruitment funnel and enhance data transparency. End quote. Again, I'm biased on this, kids, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Most organizations come up with this, yep. and they have literally nothing that is outcomes-oriented. Julie's team literally every single day does nothing but get individuals with disabilities hired into major organizations. Yep. And just Pepsi in itself, I think, have like, 3,000 plus with higher retention rates than the normal cohort of non-disabled individuals. 20% of those are are, are disabled veterans. Yep. So, I mean, to be able to see something that actually fucking works, has outcomes, retention, all those things, and then to twist 
new programmatic technology into it. I'm pretty excited about it. Terry Baker, CEO at PandoLogic, told me it took three years to develop this product. So uh, your endorsement is great, and his time commitment to this issue yes is uh, it means something is uh, is worth worthy yes. of a of it another mean, sh- it means not something. just a pseudo shout out, Chad, a real live legit shout out is what that what that deserve. All right, the news keeps rolling on, kids. We'll take a quick break, get a refill, and be right back. Beer, beer here. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's PandoLogic.com. Sir Richard and Beverly are back, Chad. CV Wallet, a skills-based hiring platform that utilizes Web3 and AI technologies, has raised $1.1 million in an angel round. The startup plans to use the funding to further develop its job seeker tools and employer products and assessment provider partnership program. CV Wallet's mission is to create a fair, more efficient, and trusted hiring ecosystem by bringing together job seekers, employers, and assessors, that might be the key word, to enable skills-based sourcing at scale. Chad, we love us some Richard and Beverly, but give us your objective take on this news. I don't I don't have an objective take, first and foremost. It's impossible? I, I, I you love, can't do it? I love Richard and Beverly. These guys, they, they know where the gap is, right? And, and they are not taking the easy road and trying to fill this gap. This is also another one of my predictions that came true. Thank you very much. Uh, for 2023, I might have seen this coming. I don't know. You might have had a few pints. <laughs> I might have. Yeah, and, and got to this to Might this have seen decision. this coming. Yeah. But here's the thing. The resume sucks. We've all known that. But then everybody says, yeah, but what else are we going to use? Which is a great question. Yep. What else are we going to use? Well, something that is yours, that you own as an individual, that is portable so you don't have to go through, you know, Indeed or Monster or any any other website to be able to apply or go get your stuff to apply. You've got this. It's yours, right? You dictate how long somebody can actually utilize this information, how long they can't, not to mention all the credentialing, the assessments, everything is within this actual wallet. It's not spread all over the fucking web like it is today. So if you go get an assessment here, an assessment there, a background check over here, everything's all over the place. And you got to try to pull that into the applicant tracking system. No. Pull that shit into the fucking blockchain, into CV wallet, and away you go. So the hard part about this, I don't think is adoption because it'll happen white label wise behind the scenes. I think the hard part is the hard work 
is getting all the assessment, background check, everybody to say, look, the old way of you making money, which you still do fairly well, is going to go away. Now it's time to adopt something new. So here's what we found out early about Sir Richard. He sold his business to, to Indeed. It was Click Richard IQ. and Beverly. Get it together. They're a duo. I, early on, we didn't know Beverly. That's because she's I'm, she's the smart one behind the scenes. Early on, early on, she's, what we knew. She's the smart one behind the scenes. We, we knew that that he had probably made a little bit of cash. Uh, we yeah. knew that he drove a Maserati. That's just about all we knew about him in our first conversation. Aston Martin. So let's assume that he has a little bit of money. <laughs> and what? What I like about this and Aston Martin, a little bit is of money. how low the, the round was. What it tells me is that they understand this is a long game. Oh, yeah. Everyone who hears Web3, blockchain, whatever is like, what? It's going to take some time for this to unfold. Yeah. So the, the low round tells me that he understands this is a long game. We talked about LinkedIn partnering with Clear to uh, make make profiles legitimate there's going to be a lot of competition around this space to make uh some leverage to be successful so i don't know how this is going to turn out i'm going to watch this and you are as well but there's gonna be a lot of competition to make profiles legitimate we're seeing the blue check at twitter we're seeing linkedin partnering with clear to do this yeah is cv wallet going to be the thing are they going to be bought to have someone bigger than them have that as the thing I have enough faith in them that this is going to go somewhere, yeah. but it's also a long game. Don't expect a, a, a final chapter to be written for years to come. So the whole LinkedIn Clear partnership yep. is nothing but validation for what these guys are doing, yep. number one. Uh, number two, it's a Band-Aid because they're not they're not going to the, to the extent – of creating the infrastructure that's needed for this industry. Clear was built for something entirely different. So I love the signal from the market in LinkedIn saying we need something, but that's not it. So, you know, good good for these guys. And I don't know, at least I have not heard of anybody taking cash uh, that that's looking to do the same thing, CV yeah. Wallet is. Yeah, I want to see Indeed do something. I'd like to see even a, a zip recruiter or somebody to do something. But yeah, if, if you're if you're bullish on blockchain, this is something you need to keep your eye on. Here's the problem though: if Zip does something or Indeed does something, yep. nobody else is going to use their shit. They won't allow an Indeed blockchain resume to actually come into their system, like an applicant track system. So remember, ISIMs, how much they fucking hate Indeed, yeah. right? So it's one of those things where it's got to be a third party. It's got to be somebody who's not attached. Then what happens is they get all those connections, they get the infrastructure built, and then you see somebody big come by them. Yeah. There's people that are still putting money in Chase Bank and Wells Fargo. I'm not saying it's bad. What I'm saying is the trust will not be there if it's a big name like Indeed. And I think think crypto blockchain has a trust issue as well. Yeah, crypto. I'm going to separate crypto from blockchain. I think a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people put in a bucket of new stuff that scares me. I don't. I don't think that they're going to sell this as blockchain. I just think that they're going to sell. Web three. Yes, they're just going to sell it as Web three. And here, here are the capabilities okay. of the product. So perhaps the biggest hurdle is going to be perception, and they have very little to do with that. Yes, just not saying blockchain. <laughs> we may here's, still say blockchain, here's just pro- like we still say <laughs> chatbot. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, gang. 
All right, let's get to uh, Jobcase. Word is podcast sponsor Jobcase is struggling. After we reported about layoffs in February, word is the axe has fallen again, costing some 50 people their job at the self-proclaimed LinkedIn for everybody that's not on LinkedIn. Chad, Jobcase has raised almost $150 million dollars. What's your take on the news? My take is that the first cut wasn't deep enough. Uh, they, they they did layoffs. Fred's too nice. It, it is hard. As, as a guy as empathetic as Fred is, not, to mention, not to mention he understands optics, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. if you can try to get away with their first cut, then fuck yeah, let's do it, right? But in this case, I mean, they actually dropped some pretty big talent one of them being ben coons right i mean the, the guys the guy the, the guy will should and would find a job in five minutes right uh but i think a couple of things we just did a podcast earlier or earlier this week called tech debt right yep. job case has been around for a very long time they just they just bought recruitology there's a lot of tech that could maybe not or will be integrated yep. there's a lot of work to be done and uh, in this market, we see Indeed floundering with new models, right? And them having to backtrack yep. from CPA, CPSA. I, I hope, it's, one of, it's, it's my hope, that uh, they, they get a chance to really focus heavily on their go-to-market and, uh, and then just start to squeeze it. Because I, personally, I think Jobcase is one of the players who could alleviate a lot of the pressure on most of these companies from using Indeed. And if we get more of that, along with programmatic players and whatnot, yeah. if we get that, then Indeed loses power and these companies are not forced into bullshit moves. Yeah. Like calling CPC something entirely different and charging 10 times more for it, right? Yeah. So we need the job cases of this fucking world to be fucking strong and go out there and alleviate pressure on the market. We talk a lot on the show about how companies generally don't fail because they took too little money. Yeah. They fail because they took too much money. Uh-huh. And that, al that along with timing has really put the screws to job case to make money quickly, to be that in D or LinkedIn uh, for a lot of people that don't use LinkedIn yeah. very quickly. It's a tough business. The yeah. job board business is really, really hard. From zip recruiters, you know, share price to dice, uh, to even indeed having challenges, as we've talked about on the show. This is a hard business, and they've taken a lot of money. They're investors that want to see growth quickly, and it clearly hasn't happened. So headcount restructuring first is the first step. Yeah. To your question, where does the business itself go? They have 100 million profiles of people on the site that are looking for work. You should be able to monetize that in some form or fashion. I agree on Fred. Total sweetheart. Great guy. Smart people that are there. Yeah. Um, but this is a case of a lot of money, bad timing. Let's see if they can turn the Titanic around. And if not, well, you know what happened to the Titanic. <laughs> yes. No, we, we do know what happened to the Titanic. Yes. And just like this beer sank, I'm going to need another beer. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? 
there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. And we're back. We're back. And unbeknownst to us, what? we have a special guest oh. who neither of us know, but she wanted to know what we were doing and let us know that. What are these microphones birthday. for? Yes. And she's also in the industry. So, yeah. what's your so name? Give us your name. What's your name, where miss? Where you're from? And I don't, a little want, Twitter I don't bio. know if I need to disclose that right now. Just kidding. <laughs> My name is Ivana Svech. I'm the CEO and founder of Renhead. CEO. Hello. Nice. I love it. <laughs> well, happy birthday, by the way. I, I understand it's your birthday, it's your 30th. You uh, are looking <laughs> smashing for 30. <laughs> the youngest billionaire out there. Okay, well. Well, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. CEOs continue to lose their minds over the work from Go home issue. Figure. This yeah. week, real estate billionaire Sam Zell said, quote, work from home is a bunch of bullshit and added, <laughs> one of the biggest lies in the world is that people working from home are more productive than people working in the office. What an asshole. What an, an asshole. op-ed and business insider entitled The Real Reason Bosses Are Freaked Out by Remote Work proclaimed, quote, CEOs might as well just say it. They think working from home is for sissies, end quote. The beatings will continue until morale improves, Chad. What's your take on this never-ending CEO assault on remote work? These little wimpy assholes calling anybody a fucking sissy in the first place, that just, to me, makes me laugh, right? It, to be able to play that that bully sissy card. Jeff Bezos will fight you. That is Jeff Bezos. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. He's probably all hopped up on Mountain Dew and shit anyway. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. One one CEO said, he actually remarked, also mentioned an unnamed employee who had said, decided to sell his family dog in order to comply with the back to office order. And that was something that he uh, he got behind and he felt like, you know, that was the kind of a commitment that an employee should make. I'm a dog guy. You are a dog I, guy. I would beat the shit out of my CEO if he told me to get rid of my fucking dog. Luckily, right now, I don't have a CEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know how I always say the answer to all your questions is money? Yes. How did Sam Zell make his billions? How? I'll take commercial real estate for uh, 400 Yeah. So shocking that someone who made billions of dollars in, in commercial real estate, real estate yes. would want everyone to go back to the office. Sam Zell, I get it. What What troubles me is that six months ago... I was like, we're never going back to work the way it was. Layoffs happened. CEOs are getting really chirpy and chesty about how work from home is bullshit. Yeah. Quote, unquote. The pendulum is swinging to get back in the office. And it'll be a lot of fun to talk about and watch on this podcast. Does it go back? Do the workers unite and send it back to the work from home movement? Is hybrid where we settle? Yeah. Does the frog continue to boil? 
We will be watching. I, I think we underestimated the power of old white dudes because they continue to play fucking oppression and bully games. It's it's bullshit. Autonomy, not micromanage, is the king of the day, and we learn that through remote and hybrid working. Uh, so I think, and this is during one of our, our conversations earlier with uh, uh, an chief expert at SAP, uh, he said that, you know, the companies who demand this are going to look like, you know, the iron fist types of rulers and people are just not going to want to work for them. They're going to lose the best talent and it's already happening. Well, there's work from home and there's me who can't wait to get home to land my bed and take a nap. And with that, from Las Vegas, we out. We out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuckleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.